Hey sports fans and welcome to episode 34 of State of My Sports. That's State of MI Sports where we talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page with the same name, State of MI Sports. We want to know what you like, what you dislike, and what you want to hear and let us know your opinion on all our topics. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You're alerted when a new episode is out and share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and share that with some friends as well. Uh, we're working on it. It's doing pretty well, right? Working it. Yeah. Working so it. So subscribe to that or click the little button that Ryan was talking about last episode, um, whatever that is. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We don't know so, how YouTube works. It, it, you post a video and, and it's there. That's how I. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. it works. So, yeah. um, Episode 34, uh, we're once again at the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe. Uh, but this time we're here for Mug Club Night. Um, we're renewing our memberships. We're actually gaining a member tonight here at the house, which is exciting. Um, and we're celebrating. Are you, about, are you talking about me? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're at it. Everybody said that you guys are going to. Oh, yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. yeah exactly. You won the, the something. What'd you win? I com- dominated oh, the college football. That's right. You absolutely yeah, smoked it. It's like the it. second round of King Kyle. <laughs> right. Yeah. King Kyle returns. Yeah. <laughs> we're celebrating 2019 and just looking forward to. You know, 2020. We're putting our 2020 vision to work here this episode. Uh, we're going to talk about the Lions game against the Buccaneers and then also other upcoming game against Broncos, kind of look into what we're looking at. Um, maybe talk about some some of the players we, we mentioned last episode to keep an eye on, not that it was anything to really look at. Um, but we're going to have our bold predictions for our teams. We're going to go through all of our teams here. Like I said, you know, 2020 vision, which is looking into the future. You see what I'm doing there with the 2020? Ooh, vision. 2020 right. vision is yeah. a good eyesight, right? But 2020 is the upcoming year. Right. No, absolutely. I thought you guys would like that a little more. All right. I, I think we did. Yeah. All right. Nailed it. Yeah, great joke, Sam. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. We don't have our picks. A drop. We don't have picks today because we're recording on a Monday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're recording on a Monday. And the lines aren't out there yet. So we're, we'll still talk about the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe picks. But we'll do some beer grades like usual at the Hops. We're going to do some the Hops beers like we always do. Not always, but a lot of the time. When we're here. When we're here. I am Sam Waldhart. And with me today, we have Kyle Fossey, Ryan Waldhart, and Micah Smith. Uh, we're ready to talk some sports. We're ready to drink some the Hops beer. And we'll just jump right into our beer intros for now. So, Ryan, you want to start us off with what are you drinking tonight from the Hops? Yeah, tonight I am drinking Finca de Drinca, which is a northern English brown ale infused with madcap coffee. Uh, this nut brown ale features their Finca de Dios Guatemalan beans, and it's kind of a, a, a breakfast beer type, uh, toffee, caramel malts, UK chocolate. So, um, I, you know, they've done a really good thing here, I think, with their dark beers. I'm trying to keep that trend going and taste them all. Yeah, I, I like the coffee, the coffee beers. Those are really solid. I just heard somebody say to Eric, hey, I really love that coffee beer. Yeah. So I think Ryan is in for a little treat here. Nice. I sure am. Good. Good. Kyle, what are you drinking? Let's see. What did I go with? I was drinking something before. Ah, Sunkissed Pale Ale. Uh, a Chinook Pearl Ale. Careful with that word. All right. And Cascade <laughs> Hops. Provide a harmonious blend. It is very harmonious so far. So, yeah, we'll see what we think. Cool. Micah, do you want to jump in there? Absolutely. Tonight I'm drinking what Ryan's drinking. I'm drinking the Finca de Drinca. 
I'm really not going to repeat what he said, but it is a great <laughs> beer so far. Cool. Cool, cool. Do you think that coffee will keep you guys up late or no? No. No? No. no. That's not a thing for me. It's not We're really. not 50, so no. Yeah. <laughs> the alcohol is overbearing the coffee. <laughs> We're a minute in. Sam's so mad at me already. <laughs> not a good start. Not a good start. I'm younger than you, by the way. At Consi- I think I'm the oldest five. one here by far. So. <laughs> but, but I'm definitely the oldest 30-year-old in the world. Yeah, so. we all know. I'm going to go pump out stout tonight. It's a 6.6% alcohol. It's their oatmeal stout. It is brewed with chocolate malt, debittered roast malt, wheat, and a copious amount of flaked oats. So copious. copious. That means a lot of, doesn't it? It does you indeed. Got it. Yeah. Do you know why I know that? Remember why? the show Even Stevens? Yeah. No. They talked Child about that one time. Yeah. For some reason, like that was that was the word. You know, the older brother. Yeah, like, yeah. He was like trying to like sound smart, and he was like trying to learn new words, and that was one of the words. That, that was he, that was the thing that I always did in high school. My brother sh- showed me like five words to include in every single <laughs> paper, oh, and yeah. so I would just put yeah all the the five words in there, and then copious was one of them. Copious was one of them. Yeah, I like it. I'd always include it. Did you use it a cop- copious amount of times? Cornucopious. Cornucopious. No, <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm really confused. Cornucopia. Yeah, that was another <laughs> one. <laughs> So I'm excited for all this episode. We're going to start with the Lions and the loss to the Buccaneers. They lost 38-14, to 14, which is really, you know, all that we're asking for these days is just find a way to lose. Uh, Blau went 24-43 uh, of 43 for 260 yards, zero passing touchdowns. He did actually throw a passing touchdown to the other team uh, with one count? of his interceptions. It doesn't, actually. But <laughs> he had two interceptions. Counts he was, in my book. He was sacked yes. twice as well. Uh, Amendola had a really good game with 102 yards on eight catches. Uh, something called West Hills um, was a leading rusher with a massive 21 rushing yards on Some, 10 carries. Something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> but he did have two touchdowns, his first two career touchdowns, so that's good for him. Uh, Giovanni Tavai had a interception on the first defensive drive, but other than that, uh, Winston had a career day with 458 yards and four touchdowns, as Ryan predicted. Ryan with uh, the, yeah. Almost spot on. <laughs> 450, four touchdowns, one pick. Eight yards, Stop though. Stop pumping I would get, up his yeah. ego. No, He's let's keep it, it up going. Himself. Let's keep it going. <laughs> you, I mean, 458, I mean, that's like spot on, right? It is spot on. It is spot on. It and is. it's even good for Price is. is Right because you were eight under, not over. You're like one over, you, you lost. Yeah. You were you would have won. Oh, so. I know. Good for you. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, but the, I mean, so thirty-eight to seven. But the crazy part is, there was midway through the fourth quarter that the Lions were driving to potentially tie this game. Yeah. Right before Blah threw the pick six, mm-hmm. and everything went to crap. Then, so um, I really don't have a lot to say about the game. I really don't. I mean, it's just kind of beating a dead horse for the lack of a better term, is, is, yeah. is kind of where it comes down to. Um, I think this team is fighting, which is good to see. I guess I think they're fighting for the coach, at least most of the guys. Um, but, I mean, other than that, it's just a waiting game to see where they're going to finish, see what's going to happen. Um, before we get into kind of what's going to happen with the Broncos game and kind of get into a few more things with the Lions, um, some of the players that were mentioned the last episode to keep an eye on, um, Ryan, one of yours was Giovanni Tavai. Um, in I guess, how did he look in your eyes? He looked good. He got his he got his fair uh, chance of being the lead guy in the middle of the field, and he took advantage. He made a big play. It's kind of exactly what you want to see mm-hmm. from the guy that you know we we needed to produce out of that second round pick. 
And um, the interception that, looks good. Yeah, and that's and it and was that's, a pretty athletic play too. I mean, I think he's good. You know, I think I really do. I think so far he's been kind of a step up. Yeah, yeah. I, as, no, as I, replacement I agree. from Jared Davis. So. One thing that so I listened to Big Drew and Jim on ninety six one from three to six. The whole three hours. The whole three hours. I, I think mean. you're a caller on that show. Yeah, also, I, I do that <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big like, fan of them. They do a good job. Um, but I heard uh, Big Drew say that he's the type of player that doesn't work in any other defense. I'm curious to what you think about that. Because, and, and I'm not calling Drew out. I think he does a good job. But it's just like, all right, does he only work in Matt Patricia's defense? And if they do fire this regime, like, is he going to go to waste? Or Why did is, he say that? Can, what, do, what does he mean by I, that? I I thought it was an interesting question or yeah. interesting point, something that I never thought of. I know that he was kind of a reach when they drafted him. That's what people assumed because they never heard of him. But then you also heard that people were going to draft him right around the same time. Lions wanted to get him before they could. So I'm just curious about that. It's like, yeah, Patricia drafted him to fit his type of defense. Does he – and it's probably a stupid question really because Patricia might still be there next year. But – I mean, Ryan, do you do you see something that makes him more of a niche type linebacker, or is he someone that can play in this league no matter what system it is? I I would have to see or, or listen to his rationale for why he was even bringing that up and like okay. why because I don't think it would be my responsibility to defend a guy who is a massive human being and looks like a beast yeah. as soon as he comes out of college. I think because that's what I see is somebody who can run, who's fast, who's all over the field. And like some of the tackles he makes, looks like he's still clotheslining guys. Okay. He's extremely athletic. He's very physical. He's very strong, and he's fresh out of college. Yeah, I, I think mean, the this speed is what he questioned, which is fair for a linebacker. He's not the fastest type of linebacker. He's kind of a straight line speed type of guy. Yeah, not really like versatile jump around guys and, and all that stuff. But he. He's more of a straight line speed, right? I mean, is that is that fair? He he covers sidelines too, though. Yeah. He, he's effective in the running game and in, in the run defense, and he also can. He's shown that he can cover tight ends. Okay. He can he can cover guys that he's just as athletic and, and fast as. So, is he going to go out there and and dominate running backs and and cover you know slot guy in the and when they absolutely need it when they go four wide receiver sets? I mean, I don't think that's that's hard for any middle linebacker to do. That's a select few, right? Yeah, there. And, and I don't yeah. think that's that's not necessary. He won't fit in any defense if that's the requirement. So yeah, I, I mean, it's hard to say. It's his first year, you guys. We've set, we've What's talked about this a lot of first year players. He could be that guy in the next two to three years. Yeah, and all we have reference of right now with him is the first three games when he was the main starter. This defense was good, and ever since. Jared Davis got hurt, and now he's got a, a main role back in the middle of the field. He's looked pretty good, so his play has shown that he's effective at this point. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's even worth speculating whether or not he would work in a different defense because I don't think there's a sound rationale to to that's bring fair. that up. Yeah, all right, that's that's interesting. So, Kyle, one of the names you brought up was uh, Isaac Nada. Um, yeah, he, he didn't really get into the game. He was targeted twice, one catch for ten yards, which is, I mean, nice to see. But I don't know. In, in a lot of ways, the guys we brought up didn't get featured other than Tavai, I think. I mean, obviously, Micah brought up Scarborough, and he was completely out. I mean, Micah, did you have any thoughts on, on what you saw out of uh, out of Hills? Uh, not out of Hills, but I, I don't want to steal Kyle Sunder, but I actually... Please do. Uh, okay. <laughs> he needs a drink. <laughs> I'm really thirsty. <laughs> no, but but I did see Isaac not a play. 
And he's always been interesting to me since the whole Michigan recruitment. Uh, put that to the side. I think one of the big things you expect out of a tight end besides their blocking is a good set of hands, right? Mm-hmm. He, he missed a pass right to his hands. I mean, it was just yeah. – I mean, uh, sure, of the two, he was 50% sure, but it was – it was right to him, and it, it that that kind of stuff drives you nuts, especially with the gloves these guys wear these days. And I just, I don't think he did anything wrong as as far as running his routes, doing his job, except for. But the drop was pretty the, bad. Well, the drop yeah. the drop looks bad only when you have two targets. We're used to it in lines. That, bo- that yeah. boggles my mind. Yeah. <laughs> these no, guys are it, yeah. these guys are paid to catch. You're the paid ball. to catch them all. Like we can yeah. all catch a ball. That's not that hard. No, I don't know. Right. Right. They're obviously just in their head. It it's not like it's Stafford. <laughs> right, right. But, it's not coming in but, at you know, 90 miles an hour. <laughs> it's, but honestly, it's like a changeup every time. <laughs> Did but, you know Stafford is friends with Kershaw? They yeah. say that like every single I know. Like, <laughs> they show the high school picture of them on the pitching time. staff. Yeah. They do, they they do the same thing with Kershaw in baseball. Too. Yeah. They're yeah. friends with Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Oh, yeah. wow, but, you know, but for these young guys, you expect these – these little tryouts during games, essentially for you know between that relationship between him, whoever him is, and that quarterback, to actually function at that point. Yeah, like th- this is your test. Go catch the ball. Go do your job. And he did fifty percent of his job. Yeah, you yeah. know, it, I I don't know what to say about him. Yeah, no, it wasn't anything too exciting. Um, the guy, one guy that I brought up was Amani Awarie. Uh, he had one tackle, one assisted tackle. He he wasn't noticed which I think is kind of the important thing as a cornerback. You don't want to be noticed because Absolutely. if you're on the screen, you're getting thrown at. If you're on the screen, you're usually getting beat, especially when you got, you know, what's his face going for 458 yards and four touchdowns. I didn't notice him getting beat a whole lot, which is all that I asked for at this point um, with, with ORA. From what I heard, like he's grading out pretty well on pro football focus, which is way above my pay grade especially when it comes to talking sports. It's, um, it's the analytics side of the football yeah. realm. And yeah. I heard that he was like one of the highest rated corners in the league. I heard he was doing better than Slay at this point. Yeah, something along those lines. So he's wow. – and, and when I was look, trying to look up all these numbers and stuff, it's like I was finding articles like he was a steal of the draft at like from, from some people. So he's a great player. I'm very excited about I, I want to continue to not see him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, would, I would like continue to. Continue to get play, like playing time, but I don't want to see your face because <laughs> that would make me very happy. And I think it's worth po- pointing out that Slay is like worried about injuring his right oh. calf muscle or something. Like, he seems to be so soft. Oh, right he now. is right now for sure. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> once again, yeah, is we don't we need want. to bring it up. We're, we're proud of him for yeah. it. <laughs> no one said proud. I am. <laughs> I think I Question him like even I'm proud at the start of, of the year, like his no play or big. Proud's play a strong player. word. Yeah, <laughs> you did, you did. You, you questioned him, and then he made him. like two or three really big plays. Them. Yeah. How about, how about this? Big play, Owarie. Oh wow, we could do it. Oh, Dang. Wow, we could have big play, Owarie, and big pace slay on, on opposite sides of the field. And then field. we can go in the draft, and we'll have a different episode for that. Sam just <laughs> went six to midnight. Yeah. Six to midnight. Yeah, that was for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this table's getting uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there so, is my computer. <laughs> <laughs> so one one name that I wanted to bring up, uh, and it really doesn't have much to do with this, but uh, Kenny Wiggins got placed on IR. I'll also bring that up a little bit later, but I find that interesting because he's a guard on the offensive line. Could that be, I'm going to butcher the name, Bentro or whatever his name is, the guy from Wisconsin that I brought up last week that still has yet to play a single snap. The old lineman. Yeah. Like, is this his chance to kind of get in there and play a couple games? 
you know, Ryan saying no. Well, yeah. Okay, so the knock on him coming out of college, he was very sound. He wasn't an extreme athlete one way or another, but he was also undersized. So he was very talented, but needed that time to develop. I mean, okay. that's that's a hard thing to do get to, to get a guy. Yeah, to get a 23, 24-year-old that isn't just a monster right out of the gate. Sometimes you need to grow up and become a man when you're 27. It might work out. Okay. So you don't think they should even play him these last two weeks? No, I mean, if he's not no ready, if he's not ready, then don't. Yeah. All right. So we'll just so one thing before we get into the Broncos, the matchup against the Broncos, which we won't spend a lot of time on that. I did want to bring up some some quotes that have been being talked about, and curious if you guys think that it's concerning as a whole. Um, bear with me as I try to read. You guys know how good I do with that. Um, so Glover Quinn, uh, 2018 co-captain, uh, last week suggested that Patricia could be losing the faith of the team. Um, and then he said on, on last week, Thursday, that Patricia came to Detroit with a know-it-all Patriots attitude that snuffed out the momentum the Lions had built under Jim Caldwell. He said, I think one of the biggest things was humility. Caldwell came in, came in and basically changed the culture humbly. I feel like Patricia came in and he came from New England. And instead of humbly gaining the respect of the players... I think he came in and kind of had a negative attitude about Detroit, like probably what most of the world thinks of Detroit. Um, he kind of goes on when Patricia came in, it, it just kind of felt like it was his way or the highway. You know, um, he, I know what I'm talking about. Do, do as I say and kind of just comes across as a nice guy, but then also is a complete a-hole in the meetings and when it comes to the true coaching and X's and O's of a game. Um, former tight end Hakeem Valleys. I mean, remember if you had Valleys? I, I don't even remember that dude. So um, he took it a step further and said, um, he, he kind of tore into P- Patricia. He said, creating a culture based on fear is what Quinn is, or not Quinn, Patricia is doing um, inside the locker room and kind of inside the coaching staff and stuff like that. Um, he's, uh, Quinn went on and said, we'll kind of jump back to Quinn, sorry, but um, he's a very nice guy. He'll talk to you. He's very nice. Makes it easy to talk to. Seems like he cares a lot about people. Definitely has the qual- that quality. Um, but then all of a sudden you get on the practice field. You get into the meeting rooms and a switch goes off and he's a completely different guy. Basically kind of echoing, you know, just an a-hole, which we'll get into. I want to kind of talk about it. Um, and, but basically, I mean, if, if this is true... I mean, does this per, your perception change of Patricia? I know we're kind of all all on the board of, of giving him another year, but does this kind of change your thoughts? I mean, not only for the team that we currently have, but for potentially bringing in free agents. I mean, if this is the mantra going around the NFL, will we not get these free agents that we want to see? It it almost reminds me of that time when Harbaugh was coaching the 49ers and that offensive coach, or the sorry, not the coach, the offensive lineman was really taken back by the way Harbaugh was coaching his. The, the offensive lineman was I can't remember his name. Uh, his last name was Boone. Okay. Right. Uh, this he, is yeah. I mean, go go for it. I, so I'm not sure. He he he. He was really thin-skinned individual. Okay. It, he just didn't have what it takes to go to that next level, and it almost seems like. Um, it almost seems like Glover Quinn and and who was the other guy you mentioned? Uh, no name. Who cares? He just he doesn't they, even matter. They almost He's come off end. like thin-skinned individuals. You you know when you have a new coach coming in, they're trying to create this environment, th- mm-hmm. this this different 
tenacity for this team moving forward. And it, it, I think it comes off and, and says something about um, Caldwell about being almost yeah, too Alex easy. Boone. Alex Boone, yeah, it, it, like, like Caldwell is is that is that players type coach. Like yeah. everyone, like they both love each other. It's all cute and stuff, but cute doesn't really get you the amount of wins that you're looking for. Yeah, and, right? and I feel like that's kind of what why uh, Bob Quinn decided to move on from from Caldwell. He was too much of that guy. He, you have reached the ceiling with that personality, that type of player, or that type of players coach, if you will. I mean. That, that's the way I looked at it, is, is it's guys that they're not – it's different. It's a different way of coaching. And you have to go from brash. one side of the spectrum to the other. That's the way the world works. I mean, Ryan, I mean, I'm curious your thoughts about it. I know you, you said you've had a, a college baseball coach that you weren't a big fan of. Um, you've had a, a high school coach that you absolutely loved and thought was, you know, very good for you guys. In the baseball world, like, what I – mean, I guess kind of keep it here, but like, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, it's the coach does establish the tone of the team and and how you're going to work in the locker room and how just the the feel of the practice goes, the feel of the games, all that, the preparation, the yeah, it, it, they establish that from the beginning. I'm not, I'm, I I don't consider what this other guy who I don't even know the tight end, yeah. maybe I don't take anything that he says. With any value at all. But what about Glover? Or Glover Glo- yeah, Glover. Yeah, Quinn. Glover Quinn is a little different story because he was through the transition with Caldwell, and obviously, I mean, Caldwell was a product of Tony Dungy. Yep. And Caldwell is that just like I'm never going to even raise my voice. I'm gonna. You are going to respect me because of my demeanor. We are going to be men and talk this out, and you know, all of those kind of. It's just different right now. So we have a, a different personality that's obviously going to ruffle some feathers. But, and when Mike is bringing up like a thin-skinned individuals, that's I mean that's true because these guys were probably pretty proud of what they built and the yeah. culture that they created in the Lions locker room and the defense that they had in their nine and seven teams. Yeah, they were competitive teams that d- couldn't make the playoffs. They they were, they were nine and seven. So we as a as an organization decided that wasn't good enough. They are trying something different. And I think it's it's the player's responsibility to jump on board and give it a shot. Yeah, and that's what I feel like we're seeing is, is the players that don't jump on board are the ones that are getting shipped out. And Glover Quinn was there for also for one year Yeah, with, with yep. him. So it's not like he's seen Patricia in year two. Which he was there in year one where year. everybody said that early on that that they didn't like his practices. No, yeah. They didn't like all these they were there was a lot of chatter and a lot of talk early on in the season last year, year one, because he was trying to establish himself. Yep. Couldn't you say that about any first year coach though? No, because, because Caldwell did it differently. He yeah. was he was the most calm, his demeanor never changed. Every he went that route. This was That's just what a, I'm yeah, this is just a different personality there, and he needs time to establish himself. It, yeah. And and I think you, that's one thing that they, they were saying a lot going into training camp is this is a different coach. Yeah. Patricia year one and Patricia year two is completely different. I mean, to to a certain extent, is what is, that's what we were here. That's what we're hearing. That's what we're told to believe. Um, Kyle, I guess I mean you're kind of in a leadership position at times um, with work and stuff like that. What, what what do you think? I'm not asking like the way that you lead, but do you think that this is the wrong way to lead to come in and be like, hey, this is what I know. This is what's successful. I want to bring that here. That yes, it can be. It can be really toxic to come in and act like. Your way is the best way, no matter what. But 
uh, Caldwell's way was not getting it done. No. Something had to change. They brought him in. There are times where you bring in somebody like that to be an agent of change, and that's what they needed. Yeah. They, it, nine and seven, Quinn said, is not good enough. It's not going to cut it. Yep. I realize it's been back since then, but um, that's he had to ruffle some feathers. He had to. I, yeah. Because it wasn't getting done, so and people's feelings get hurt they in do. these situations. That's what I was about to say too. Like, yeah, I got yeah. hurt big time. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here like, dang, this sucks. He's, <laughs> no, his his feelings are always hurt. And, and you, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. We don't, little man. <laughs> we don't know. Also, I mean, people have some strange tactics with how they do things. Sometimes they want a team to come together and have yeah. a common bad guy. Leadership is yeah. one of those weird things because everybody ticks differently. They everybody do. responds differently. I you're don't, not going to. The harder I think you try to please everybody, the easier it is to please nobody. Yeah, because they can see right through it. They know that you're two faced. I think that's kind of how Caldwell was, like Ryan yeah. was describing him. Like, sure, he's a nice guy. Everybody likes him. We're having a good time, but you're not winning enough games. Yeah. You're not winning playoff games. You're not winning Super Bowls. That's, yeah, you're you know, not doing what you should be wanting to do yeah, in the NFL. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just because it's good for the Lions doesn't mean it's good. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, one thing that I thought was it was interesting before we move on to the Broncos, uh, Super Bowl winning coach Dick Vermeil came out and said firing Matt Patricia would be the biggest mistake the Lions can do in this moment. Oh, I struggle with that. I struggle with that a little bit because I'm I'm look I mean you go back a few episodes I was 100 percent he should keep his job both these guys should keep their job I am kind of more getting to whatever you decide I support I'm. I can see why you'd fire him. I can see why you decide it's enough, but I think they deserve another year. So it's just kind of whatever it is, just kind of do it. I know that's not the hot take that a lot of people want from yeah. sports talk, but I mean, that's just kind of where I'm at. It's just kind of whatever. Are, do you, you, are you getting to sell the team? No, 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 no. You so, don't want the Ford family to sell. So <laughs> I think selling the team would be the, I, I think, so you get all these a-holes that are like, hey, sell the team, blah, blah, blah. That's the, that's the issue. That's the concept. Look, as soon as you sell this team, they're going to be looking to move this team. Like the roots oh, are, I didn't think about that. the yeah. roots are, in Detroit are through Ford. Like that is exactly the only that's thing true. that's keeping this team that's in true. Detroit. That's the only, like I'm thinking, yeah, you could find some guy that wants to spend a couple, Unless it's like Dan a Gilbert. billion dollars or two. I mean, I, I'd be all on board with that. Um, but, but at the same time, it's like, no, like, just I, I don't think selling is the right thing to do. I, yeah, I mean, but I also want to know what's going on. Who's, Look, who's making the calls? I don't want a ninety-five-year-old girl or woman to be making the calls. I'd rather see somebody else, and I want to know who it is, so we can listen to them and hold them accountable. I think, I think when you were talking about firing Patricia being the worst possible thing i think people need to look at this from you know with a clear lens i guess when when stafford went down stafford hasn't played in how many weeks five six, six weeks think, yeah when he went down this team was competitive we were talking about it all year and how good they looked yeah. how they they were in every single game all the stats that backed that up you know this season being a three-win team this is not a three-win team talent wise like this this season has gone downhill because you have stafford you know uh I mean, you, the list goes on and on. Marvin Jones list. is on the IR now. Marvin yeah. Hall's on the IR. Jermaine Curse was lost right Mike away. Daniels. Mike Daniels. Kevin Strong. Penny Deshaun Wiggins. Hand. Ashawn Robinson's out. Kennard's questionable. Christian Jones out. Jerry Davis IR. You know, it, it, it goes it, on and on. Oh, it's insane. It is absolutely insane. So, so I do want kind of want to move on to the the, the Broncos matchup. Look, I mean, I just look at this a, as just what? Please lose. I had a quick thing. Oh yeah, that. go for it. Sorry. Micah showed me this thing of that. Martha Ford said, "What she said that I think can shed some 
on this whole, you know, Caldwell, or if it's, you know. She said she loves Jim. I love Jim Caldwell. You found that? <laughs> what a boy. Oh, that's so cute. She didn't lose him at nine and, nine But I did hear she had a little smooch fest with Matt Patricia on the field before Ooh, before the game. She gave him a little okay. kiss on the cheek. And you don't uh, kiss just something. Her type. You don't kiss something before you put a bullet oh, in her oh, head. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I I think from them saying that <laughs> we still have that going. What is going on? Some sort of autoplay. Just keep kind of mark whole the press floor. conference. Yeah. Just mark the floor. Just too. continuing to talk. Um. But I, but I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I don't think it's really worth getting too much into. I just thought it was interesting. You have kind of both sides of the spectrum. When when you have stuff negative stuff coming about your coach, when you need positive things to come out about your coach, it's it's tough to listen to. So uh, jump into the Broncos matchup. I I just have just lose. Just lose. Find a way to lose. Um, it, unfortunately, the Broncos are a Jekyll and Hyde type team. Like, uh. They blow out the Texans 38-24 to one week. Then they score three points against the Chiefs. Like, what one are we going to see? I have no idea, and that scares me to the point that the Lions are competing enough and working hard enough to find a way to win this game, and it scares the crap out of me. I don't know me. why you're worried about this. I shouldn't be. David I know Blau I is our quarterback. <laughs> And that, no, no, we that, just got blown on, you out by you the didn't let me finish. You, you, you didn't let me finish. Yeah. You didn't let me finish. I said they play rookie quarterback, and the Broncos probably wanted to lose just as bad as the Lions, but Blau is bad, and I don't think he has the ability to win a game in the NFL at this point. It's what I wrote see, down. See, the Broncos want to lose out because John Elway thinks he can just redraft Peyton Manning, and it's not going to happen. So Yeah. Eli Manning's going to be available. That's right. going to be his next one. Right. <laughs> hey <laughs> Re- Try that hey, Manning, what do you think Manning magic. Yeah. Keep the Manning no. going. Uh, Carry-on could be back. Scarborough could be back. That could be a little bit of a difference maker, I think. But um, I basically just I don't care about this game. I'm in 100% lose. Um, I, I'm just watching the standings. And y- the Lions currently sit at fifth, but they have a path to the top three after this week. So the Giants and the Redskins play. So one of them is going to win unless there's a somehow a tie. Um, they will both – one of them will jump the Lions. Tie. Um, and then the Dolphins also play the Bengals. So there's two teams that could jump ahead of the Lions. So Lions, if you're listening, I love you. I understand that you want to win, but just lose because it's good for us. We have a path. We uh, have a path. Dark horse path to number two. I know. So that, that's exactly what I have. And I said I'm not even giving up on top two because Let's go. because look, the, the Redskins will play the Cowboys. That's I mean, the Redskins are playing better football. Cowboys, I think, are kind of one of those Jekyll and Hyde type teams. And also the Giants play the Eagles. So, I mean, one of them loses with, this game. With Eli then they playing. win the next game. Yep. You never know. We could be say, sitting say, top say, two. Say you go top two. Who do you take? We know Chase who taken. Say Chase Young stays at Ohio State like all the rumors are He's going. not going to stay at Ohio he State. He's he just saying the playoffs. That. He still has the playoffs he's to just play. That's why that. it's not coming out. Yeah. For what reason? Because he's going to be a top two pick. Guaranteed. Look, all jokes aside, oh. the money is better in the pros than at OSU. Well, clearly. Well, maybe. Well, at least by well, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Ruben, can, can you clear that Actually, he's starting to have to pay taxes on it, so maybe not. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ooh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you don't like California Michigan, Michigan when the State taxes pan. are high. Ohio, yeah, State, exactly. Ohio State's tax-free. Under <laughs> <laughs> the table. They are Here's exempt. your house. Here's your car. But look, I mean, if you find a way to just lose out and, and, this, and things fall into place, you get a top two, two, top three pick, whether it's Chase Young or not, you're getting a 
defensive player that changes your franchise in a lot of ways. And look, I'm I'm like Ryan, like he completely sold me on your pass rusher away from this defense to actually being pretty legit. And that is the biggest issue with this team is the pass rush. Everything else falls into place once you have that. I actually can't wait for this draft um, I'm so excited to episode s- that we're going to get to I'm because so, oh, there I are so many wait. possibilities and there's a lot of really good talent in this draft. There is. High-end talent. And as soon as we know whether we're two, three, or five, or whatever it is, like we're going to get We're going to do it. mock drafts. So you're already excited for the Lions next year. Yep. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're going to suck. That's a Lions <laughs> like, Again. Absolutely. They're gonna is that your hot take for? That's for, that's my bold prediction. The Lions suck. I thought Funny. we were getting into that a little bit, Kyle. You're just jumping the gun, man. <laughs> so what we're going to do now is we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to put on our 2020 goggles. And what I mean by that is we're going to look into the future of the year 2020. We're going to look into, you know, what are we going to be talking about this time next year and kind of come up with some goofy little bold predictions um, for our teams. Is that the vision joke again? I, I tried, and nobody... 2020. You guys are supposed to... It's 2020 vision, guys. 2020 vision. What a moron! Yeah, uh, thank you for that. You know, will will MSU basketball be the defending champions? Will Ooh. Michigan football finally figure out how to get to Indianapolis? <coughs> will we be looking at the 2021 NFL draft, or are we going to be talking about, you know, a new regime again? Or, like, what, what's going to be going on with the Lions? We might just answer those questions when we go through this list. So what we're going to start with, since we were just talking Lions, we're going to stick on them. More Lions. Let's do it. More Lions. More Lions. Ryan, do you have a bold prediction for what we're going to be talking about this time next year on this beautiful podcast of ours for our Detroit Lions? My bold prediction is Lions make the playoffs. Lions make the playoffs? I think bold. Patricia. I think Patricia stays on board. If he leaves, we're screwed. But if Patricia stays on board and this team, we get – Stafford the whole year. We get a couple more pieces. We get a little pass rush in there with Tavai, second-year middle linebacker. Watch out, guys. That's bold. Kyle. You go next, Sam. You go next. Well, I'm just going to echo what he said. Yeah. I, I mean, it's about I, to get all stupid up <laughs> yeah, here. That's exactly the way I work. You know that. No, like, the way I, I wrote it down, we're not going to be talking about the draft. We're not going to be talking about tanking and rebuilds. We will be talking about the playoffs. We will be talking about you know, sealing our first division title since 1993. We're going to be talking about hosting a freaking playoff game, people. That is exactly what this is going to be. And I went a little different. I think they're going to do it either way. Whether they either keep, way. Whether they keep Patricia and Quinn or not, they're going to – this team is ready. They're a missing – you sold me on this, Ryan. I know. Objection, hearsay. <laughs> you sold me on <laughs> – the Lions being a pass rusher away. So that is what that's in my head. Like, so that's your fault. We have some oppor- we have some opportunities in this draft like, to make it happen. We're gonna Let's get we're gonna get a, a, a freaking good player in the draft, hands down. Probably defensive player. If if we have that pass rusher that we need to complement Flowers and this defensive line that does like this is a good defensive line when they're all healthy. You get one more pass rusher. That's elite. All of a sudden, Trey Flowers becomes the second thought. Oh, here we go. Next Watch thing out. you know, you got a health. You got a top <laughs> seven. I went seven quarterback in the league. If he's healthy for all sixteen games, top two. Him and Lamar. This team top is two. Re- that's bold. Top two. <laughs> top two him yeah, I won't and Lamar. do that. I'm not going to sell you on that one. <laughs> Look, this team is ready 
to explode, jump on the scene. They're going to go worst to first. They're going to host a playoff game, and they're probably going to lose it, but they're going to host it. So think about that. Are you drinking hopium or beer? I'm drinking a lot. A little bit of both. (laughs) A lot of both. Just a little taste of the hopium is all it takes. Kyle, this time next year, what about your Lions, man? What what are, what are they going to be looking at? Are you going to be looking at top five pick, or are you talking? We're going to be talking about the draft again this oh, time next gosh, year. I hope you're wrong. That's I, I, that's th- not bold, but it's it's legit. Yeah, no, you guys are definitely more bold. I'm just trying to, yeah. Um, no, I think there's more missing pieces. I think Stafford staying healthy could be a problem. Um I, man, I don't see it. I think best case, you're talking nine and seven, something like that next year. And with that being said, the division title, I think, is way out of reach. See, I. All right. Yeah, all right. leave it at that. All right, that's it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Ryan's like, I, do I do not want to see another <laughs> Kyle Sam fight. And we're. <laughs> That's just another box. I'm not going to convince you one way or the other. So No, I'm so frustrated with this. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, his take. Yeah, yeah, Micah, did yeah. you have anything on the lines there? You're just moving on. All right, so we'll just jump down to our Detroit Pistons. Um, we'll we'll kind of go – I'm going to go first here. I know it wasn't on the list that I was going to Is this – sorry, I want to clarify. Is this for 2019-2020 for the Pistons, or is it 2020-2021? That's it's, actually good. It is a calendar year from now. What are we talking about? Okay, got it. All right. All right. So for me, I still don't think this team will be worth talking about even. I just don't. I don't think really? they're going to be that good. I, I think they're too bad to be legitimate, and they're too bad at being bad to draft a franchise player. Um, no one wants to come to Detroit as a free agent, so we're going to be stuck in the same old place that we are now, and it's going to be that way until they take they, they, until the organization decides to take a couple steps back before they can take a leap forward. That's where I'm at with the Pistons. It, do one of you guys want to go? Which one of you guys want to go? Who first? You go ahead, right? So I think this time next year with the Pistons, I think uh, it's really hard to say, but I think Drummond is gone. I, I don't think Drummond is a Piston anymore. Do you think there's something that they can move at the deadline? We'll get into that closer to the deadline. He's, but. he's having the year to do it, I'll tell you that. He's, yeah, he he's, he's without Blake Griffin on the floor, he's a beast. Yeah. He's an absolute beast. This experiment is just not working with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. A lot, of that have, a lot of it has to do with health, yep. but that's just what you got with Blake Griffin. He's Piston. not healthy. Uh, and Blake Griffin didn't play tonight, and did the Pistons win? Sure did. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's the over, back. baby. <laughs> All right, we'll get into that later. So anyways, I really do think this team is almost better without Blake Griffin or without Drummond. It's like it's it's they just can't coexist. Okay. No. And so I think Drummond is out, and I would actually not mind if, if we re-signed him and, and Griffin. So I, either way, I'll just – my bold prediction, I guess, is Drummond or Blake Griffin, one of those two is gone. Okay. And we start this new re- little rebuild going on. But I would like to point out, if you can make it to a Grand Rapids drive game, they have – Jordan Bone, who was a late second round pick, he's I think this kid's a stud. He's a really good point guard. He can handle the ball. He sees the floor really, really well. Uh, and then Siku Dumboya, who was their first round pick this year. Dumboya. Also a stud. Like right. this this yes. guy's the real yeah. deal. And when you're saying drafting a franchise player, this guy could turn into one. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Kyle. Here's my bold prediction. I love bold. it. Bold. Bold. They blow this thing up. So Dumboya is really young. Was is he eighteen? 18 years old 18. right now. Huh? They got time left with him, right? Yeah. They don't – there's no other really good pieces that fit together that go – so I think what you're what, – like what you said, you have to take steps back. I think they take those this year. You think In kind of a blow-up at the deadline? I think that with 
yeah, with unloading cap or whatever it may yeah. be. But I think they try to blow it up because Demboyo, I think he is somebody I'm not saying you can build around him like his like he's Giannis or he's LeBron yeah. James or something, but like he's a big piece to the future of this team who doesn't fit with the Drummond Blake thing either necessarily. Okay. Um right. so I think blow it up and keep those really young pieces. But it's worth um, it's worth pointing out that Reggie Jackson's gone after this year. He is. We're so not going to have that on the cap, right? And I think that's part of what I'm saying. Like they're yeah. obviously not going to try to. It's keep a different him. team. It's yeah, going to be a different team. It's a rebuild. Yeah. Yep. And Dumboya, there's this. He's a really good shooter. He's 18 okay. years old. He he's a really good shooter. He's six foot seven. Can use his right hand, his left hand. He finishes. He can jump out of the gym. He's a big body too, so he's physical. He gets rebounds. He's a good player. Cool, cool. All right, we will jump down to Michigan football. Micah, did you have, like, what are we going to be talking about for Michigan this time next year, 2020? This is a really hot take. So, first of all, we don't beat the Buckeyes again. Be some bold. Be bold. I'm going to be bold. Hold on. It's pretty reasonable. (laughs) We don't beat the Buckeyes again. I wrote the same thing down. I'll get into that in a minute. Right. But, I know you're telling him to make some bold predictions. I know you're not about to say that. He's just like, I want to be better. <laughs> I want to sound better than Micah. <laughs> keep going, Micah. However, Before these guys keep talking. However. <laughs> interrupting. Sorry. Because of their schedule, they're going to beat Penn State. They're going to beat Michigan State. They're going to go to Washington the first game of the year, beat Washington. Mm-hmm. No problem. They're going to. They're going to have one loss on their schedule, and it's going to be up to the committee to decide. Did you did you copy my notes? Nope. So, however, I, no, Homer, sorry, go oh, ahead, oh. go go ahead. Homer's just think alike. <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> at, at, at this point, end of the season, Dylan McCaffrey is going to be dark horse Heisman candidate, <laughs> like and it. Zach Charbonnet will have rushed for over a thousand yards. Hey, yo, I like that. I like that. I can see. I, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I I did pretty much the exact same. I didn't get into details of the players, but I said I think Michigan will be the odd man out when it comes to the playoff. Um, they'll have the resume to be right there, but they still won't make it to Indy because they're going to lose Ohio State. Um, both of them will be undefeated going into that game, and Michigan will lose. They'll be ranked fifth or sixth with a legitimate argument at making the fifth or the the third or fourth spot, um, depending on whatever the committee decides, it's yep. kind of going to be a one of those years that um, it, it's hard. Yep. It's hard for them it's to like decide. Circa two thousand four or two thousand five, yeah. yeah. six. I don't know. Uh, probably not then because they didn't have a playoff then. But no, I get what you're saying. Don't though. be degrading. Don't I'm talking don't. about undefeated going into oh, it, both sorry, of them. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I thought you meant like they the were number one and two. Come on. Yeah. Get sorry. Out of here. No, I I apologize. <laughs> I thought I caught Ryan at something, but I just I should have known better. Ryan, you don't catch Ryan. Nobody, no. nobody catches Ryan. I, I've been living with him for <laughs> yeah, right. years. You've been living with me. Well, Let's straighten that out. Pretty much. <laughs> You're across the, the street, man. Come on. And it's a wider street. It's a cul-de-sac, so it's actually like two streets. We're super across far. the circle. You're like 200 yards away from each other. We have to talk in a raised voice to hear each other. Right? Yeah. Rubbernecking. The, the window's least, open. At least you can wave to the each other. The window's open and they can hear us yelling at our kids. That's when they know yeah. you live too close to your family. Pick that up. <laughs> now. now. Um, um, so, I mean, Ryan, Kyle, did you guys have anything on Michigan? Or you kind of good? Obviously, Kyle doesn't. Well, I don't. No, I th- All right, so we'll just move yeah. on to Michigan State. So that'll be your guys' specialty for this one. Um, who wants to go first with this one? Go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> why why me again? You're just going to so, agree with me. So, so, 
So, Ryan, what is your bold prediction for Michigan State football next year? My bold prediction is that Michigan State has another really, really bad season. They're in the dumps. They're just going to stay in the dumpster. And this might be the year. This might be the year where D'Antonio loses his job. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that whether it's warranted or not? Okay. All right. I think he. I think he. The, the argument just becomes that much stronger if another yeah. year happens. All right. This time next year. Yep. The Spartans are equal, equal to or less than where they are now, and by this point, so what are we like December, whatever we are, sixteen. Sixteen. Happy birthday, Jeff Blackmore. Nice. Will, is that your boss? Boss. Yeah. yeah nice. Um, Manager. Or ma- yeah. Whatever. He doesn't like the boss word, but. Oh. He doesn't listen. Okay. <laughs> this <is his> test. <laughs> um, by this point, we will already know that Don D'Antonio will not be the coach next year. Wow, what a hot take! I like that. Whether he, whether they're in whether a bowl game, and now, he's going to coach yeah. the whole. Biggest, biggest or, reason for this: they do not have a backup quarterback that can step in and actually perform. Sure, they I, don't I have wrote, depth. Period. So I, I know I assigned like each section to somebody. You're gonna take and this one too. I, I had something, but you already said it. I said that they don't have the quarterback to turn this program around, so they're gonna be in shambles. Basically, I don't, they're they're gonna be somewhere between now, like where they're at, and not mis, not making a bowl is kind of where I look at it. But um, can I do Michigan's in a second? Yeah. How many games did they lose this year? Three. Three. I think they lose three again. Okay. Broke his heart. <laughs> Here we go. Which one? Cut. Let's cut. get out Let's of this. Start over. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. To cut this out. Here's my thing. Which ones? All this. All the Michigan teams are going to do equal to or less than how good they did the year before. Okay. Oh no, I'm not saying. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying University of Michigan. I'm saying all the Michigan. all of our teams. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sour. I need to know which games they're losing. Uh, three games. What, um, We'll, we'll get into that. Three of them. College football. It, you can't do this, Micah. It, it's Move not worth on. It. We got to keep this thing moving. What? Michigan State <laughs> basketball. It's not Michigan's, worth it. It's such a, <laughs> such a D move. Well, I mean, continue. Continue. Right, yeah, let's talk some basketball. All right. Yeah, you should go first on this one. That's College fine. basketball. <laughs> That's fine. Michigan State. Uh, what are we talking about this time next year? Did they win a national championship? Did they have a nice little run? They, they did. They didn't win a national championship. Okay. But they had a good run. Um. Because I'm supposed to be bold. Be I'm bold. A, I'm going to be bold. I'll say final four. Okay. But this, yeah, it's tough with Langford out. Um, and it's a young enough team that they got to figure some things out. But um, let's say final four run. Okay. See, I, I, I did go hell? a little different. I don't think they have that. I don't think they have the scoring to kind of go on a final four run. But, or even elite, elite eight. I mean, when you don't have the scoring coming off, like, and, and I know it's early, and you can figure things out. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but I don't see it yet. Yeah, I don't. And yeah. the scoring is what you need in the tournament because you will find one of those random teams that can put up points and get. The scoring hot. was Langford. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, and that that hurts a ton. And I I personally don't think he's going to come back. I don't either. It's just one of those things. Ryan, did you have anything on Michigan State basketball yeah, you I, wanted I think to kind of be bold about? Yeah, I think they're too well coached in. In this time, in that time of year, they're going to get their rotations figured out. They're going to give playing time to Bingham if he's earned it. That would be huge if he's earned that playing time come March. I think he will. Yeah, and, and Tillman last year, I mean, this guy was an absolute stud for them in down, coming down the stretch, and he stepped into a role that he's not really fulfilling at this point right now. So I think they're going to be a lot better by the end of the year. I don't think, I don't know. My bold prediction is that Henry 
Aaron Henry, right? Yep. Aaron Henry Aaron, yep. is going to be the Big Ten Player of the Year going into next year. Ooh, oh, wow. interesting. That's a good prediction. I think this guy's pretty good, and he's just going to keep getting more and more confidence as Winston gets yeah. um, keeps distributing. He's he, Winston's not a ball hog, and he's right. not at his best when he's a ball hog. So Pre- Aaron Henry preseason? Agreed. Agreed like with Like preseason that. favorite or December 16th, still the favorite? December 16th, still yeah. the favorite. Right. Go, going nope. into next season. All right. Nice wink to Micah. And I'm cool. and I'm saying and I'm saying Winston. <laughs> this, I got a name that I'm gonna go a little. And I'm saying Winston this season is um, they're gonna be better the more he passes. Okay. So so I he's gonna so be too. he's gonna be yeah. stepping into that role this year going and then going into next year he's gonna have that role already. All Remember right. when everybody lost their mind when Izzo yelled at Aaron Henry? Oh yeah. <laughs> Remember that though. Oh, now yeah. he's playing pretty well. Now he's he? doing. Yeah, he seems okay, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Funny. Well, yeah. So, Micah, um, we'll jump down to your, your Michigan Wolverines, their basketball team. Um, do you have any bold predictions for where this team, this program will be sitting this time next year? I, I guess mixed predictions because everyone's talking about the end of the season, and I'm literally thinking one year from now where we're yeah. not yep. <laughs> at March. It's kind of a process to get to that point, which is fair. Right. So I'm looking at Michigan as being a top-five team on a consistent basis, not a – not a one week or two week basis. Yeah. They're only losing Austin Davis, Teske, and Xavier Simpson. And although they're they're contributors, I think with the upcoming class and the way Jawan is actually coaching and especially recruiting, there's gonna be a lot of talent on that roster. Yeah. Yep. And so far, Jawan personally has proven me wrong and I hope a lot of other Michigan fans are wrong, and I hope he continues to improve, and I think he's going to improve. Therefore, I have them in the top five one year from now on a consistent basis. No, I, I, th- I think that's fair. I, I kind of brought it to, to more of a Big Ten. I think Zeb Jackson and Isaiah Todd is the talent that this program is missing. I think we have good players, not the elite players to actually be consistently in the top five that you're talking about. I think we will have that next year. I think we've learned that Jawan Howard can coach. Again, proved me wrong. I wasn't sure... He's proven that he can. I don't. It'll be interesting to see what kind of adjustments he makes because I think he's kind of just kind of rolled with what he has. When it changes, how's that going to kind of all, all unfold? But I, I kind of went in Big Ten and I said there, there's a really good chance that they're Big Ten champion favorites going into this time next year. Yeah. I don't see a good run with this team the way it's built right now. I don't think the talent's there in the in the tournament. But kind of looking into the talent you're bringing in, the not so high end talent that you're going to be losing. Yeah, leadership is there, but. Um, the college basketball is built on true blue talent. Talent on the court. And I, I think they're going to bring that in. I know they're not like – I mean, I think uh, Zeb Jackson's four-star. Isaiah Todd's a five-star. That Those are big names. The big names that Michigan's not used to really bringing big. in. Isaiah Todd I, would Isaiah be a really Todd's big pickup. Big one. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what, what they can do with the talent. Like, I'm still questioning that side of it. Um, I think he's done a good job, but uh, Kyle, you, you were going to say something? Remember when I told you guys that Juwan Howard could coach? You did. <laughs> <laughs> I was right there with you. Yes, yes. I actually don't, yeah. I don't even think I was on that episode. I'm just like, oh, no, I wish I was. I, yeah, was I remember talking to you at the he, end of my driveway <laughs> yeah. talking about yeah. it. When I, and he's done amazing so far. Like, he I, has. I'm really I, impressed. I'm very impressed with what, it, what, yeah. he is, what he's done. I found and they've had that a, they are look, both, I think, I think it's going to be a great time. I'm bummed, like, Sam, you don't watch as much basketball. Uh, Mike, I don't think you do quite as much either, but um, I try. I think these are going to be two of the best programs in the United States for sure 
next year especially. Like really? Michigan State as well. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Michigan, yep. Michigan State. Both so you think yep. both of them are going to be up yep. there? So like with I Micah, like I would prediction. say I would say Michigan top ten for Man, sure. That would be so cool. We kind of had that a couple years ago, wasn't we it? Did, we, yeah. We've Michigan had a pretty was the good run. run. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, that would be that'd be awesome for the that state of Michigan. Be. Awesome for college basketball. I think that yeah. type of rivalry. I mean, can you for imagine sure. like yeah. Michigan, Michigan State, three and four? You got Duke, UNC, well, one yeah, and two, or something so like that. Like awesome. just yeah. rivals, just ready to go all yeah. four well, seeds. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. Oh, what they sweet. what they have are these young guys like Wagner and DeJulius and Brooks and. Livers and like these guys are good players that are going to be around for a little while here. Yeah, and yep. then we're bringing in some top talent yep. underneath them, some yep. younger class guys who can really play. So that they have a, a pretty good opportunity going in the next couple of years. Oh yeah, yeah. I think so. and I think and I think they have a chance this year to do something. Okay, and we saw a little bit of that in the tournament style already that they started with in the Bahamas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I think that can translate over to March, and we've seen him make the adjustments that he needs to make mid tournament. Yeah. Sorry, I think. Not that Beeline wasn't that coach. He was that coach. He took them to the final. Absolutely. He took them to the championship. Very he was. Coach. But Howard is too. I, sorry, I want to echo what Ryan said. I think you have a good shot this year yeah. at doing something. I, I do just, personally. I, I kind of look at them like Michigan State in that way. Like I don't see enough scoring, enough yeah. diversity type of scoring. You don't have that guy that can put the team on its back when they need to either. Well, um, unless I, unless Wagner can, kind I think of turn Livers. Into that. I think Livers is the yeah, most Livers most likely that guy. Livers would be my guy for But that. Simpson too, he controls the ball so much. But the real key to this team is if they can find their defense, their collective okay. defense, yep. because sure. they can score with a lot of teams. Yeah. And if they can collectively come together and learn how to play defense, and that and that's probably the, still the biggest unknown um, with this team and with with yeah. you know. Coach is okay. can he coach defense the way because we know they can score actually. I, I do think it comes down to utilization of the players and the way Jawan coaches moving forward for this year particularly. The guy can coach. He can. I'll, I hope you're right, man. Yeah. I really do. All right, so let's jump down to the Red Wings. Um, this is my my turn for a hot take. Yeah, yeah. Last place. <laughs> That's all. So this time next year, Micah, do you have any kind of a hot take for where the Red Wings will be sitting this time next year? Obviously, they're in last place right now. What about next year? <laughs> I think the kids say whack, right? It, that's a whack. <laughs> I have no that's idea. That's whack. That's whack. You're asking really? the wrong Okay, well, I'm going to go with that's whack. One year from now, the rumor will be that the Wings will be looking to buy at the deadline as we head into the All-Star break. That's bold. That's foolish. That's crazy. Oh, no, no, okay, right. listen. Listen. <laughs> we're, we're not going to be looking for <laughs> We're not going to be looking for like a Steven well, Stamkos. Yeah. Not gonna be looking for those type of guys. We're gonna be looking for some some role players to try and start climbing up the mountain. You okay. know, that's bold. It's, it's bold. That'd be a nice little jump. So I, I went uh, uh, the opposite. Uh, I think the Red Wings win the lottery. I think they're gonna draft draft that Alexis Lafreniere guy. Um, he's left winger. He's gonna be pretty good. From Canada. Yeah, I've had I was looking at his highlights last I'm, weekend. I'm very excited. <laughs> I hope that's who I want. I got to figure out a way to re- pronounce his name, otherwise, like Tank for Lafreniere. That sounded good. <laughs> that sounded good. Yeah, just fake um, it, man. Just fake I, it. I, I think fake there'll be a lot more excitement at, at LCA, um, but still no true like they're not going to be truly contenders um, enough to the point to to buy or print playoff tickets, anything along those lines. I still think they're multiple years away. And and we'll just they'll be playing a lot better. It's not going to be blowout after blowout, twelve game losing streaks, and sure one win not. out of twenty or whatever it was. Um, but the buzz will be there, and I think at this point next year, 
Eric Comrie and Robbie Fabry are going to be like s- trades that Eisenman absolutely stole. I think Comrie is a legitimate number one NHL goalie. Think so? Moving forward, he is the piece that this team was missing. He was the goalie that this team was missing. <laughs> Very good. Very good goaltender. I love the Fabry pickup, man. Fabry's a stud. I mean, I, he's perfect for this team. He's uh, perfect for the way that. Stud. Sam is so excited. <laughs> Six Super to stud. Six nice type stuff. Not just because of his hair either. Bold. <laughs> El Boldo. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, a lot to prove. A long way yeah. to go. Yep. But great pickup. Yes. He is. He's massive. He creates a lot of depth from the second line, third line. Once he moves down to the second line where he belongs, it's going to just make this team deeper. You got Zadina kind of developing. I, I, I like where this team's going. This young talent needs to prove that they can be in the NHL. You cannot have Chalowski going down to the minors at this point. No, I, that's I mean bad. that that is a massive. Uh, it's very disappointing. But let's mm-hmm. we'll not get into that too much. But so we'll, sorry. Go ahead. Quick off the top of your head from from what you recall. Who's in the contract year? Who are we looking to kind of dump? All right, dump? so you got Athens CU, you got uh, Mantha. Mantha. They're both restricted free agents, along with Fabry. Um, you also got Erickson's off the off the books, Howard's off the books, Green's off the books, Daly's off the books. Wow, you got a lot of money for you now. There we go. And, it's a lot of books. And, and if you can, it's <laughs> a lot of books. Yeah, and if you can, <laughs> and if these guys can develop in the minors, that is the massive key because don't spend that money in the off season. What? So we're kind of going mm-hmm. off right here, but I'm okay with it. Um, because it's hockey. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys can go to sleep or something if you want to take a little nap. Yeah, me and Ryan are no. going to get a beer. So, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with not spending the money like just because it's free because you don't know what your missing piece is yet. you got to figure out what these these younger guys can develop into. I mean, you still have a lot of talent down at, the, at GR. Oh, yeah. A lot of defensive talent. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It really will. I want to see a couple of these guys get moved. You're not going to get a haul at the trade deadline. Get something for them because yep. Holland was the exact opposite. Yeah. Get something. Get something. Get something. That's Iserman, all I ask. Eiserman has me bought. He will not do this disappointing sort of procedure that Holland has done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he's already proven that he's ready to make some moves, and they're quiet moves that are going to pan out. They are yeah. the right moves for this organization right now. Keep doing it. Don't yeah. be afraid to lose, quote-unquote, lose at the deadline yeah. to make – you know, Bob McKenzie happy or whatever like happens. Just make a move that makes your organization better. Yeah. Get something for these pieces that are expiring, and you don't want anything to do with them moving forward. It's been nice seeing all these little pieces kind of moving. Yeah. We we've not seen this in years. Yeah. So, so so we will jump down to to the Detroit Tigers. Um, Ryan, you're our, our baseball guy here. What do I you have to got go first. For, yeah, you go first. You, are you okay with going first? You yeah, want me to go fine. first? No, I'm used to it. I just I need a drink. So okay, go ahead. He's so been talking for half an hour. Go ahead and just talk. Line. No, go ahead and drink. Talk, talk, talk oh, okay. Um, this time next year, I think our pitching staff, our young pitchers, a lot of them have come up either mid-season or September. Going in, we're going to be looking at the next season, 2021, yep. at this point next year, and saying. Our staff is taken care of. We have five starters. We actually have a good pitching rotation, a good bullpen, and then we need to we need to start addressing the hitters more. Okay. My my thought is that we will probably start to address hitters this offseason and next trade deadline. That we'll we'll start to try to get some of those veteran hitters to come bolster our lineup. Try to buy and, and mix and mix with our young guys. Okay. But um yeah, so so I don't know. 
I think next year is going to be another really bad year. We're going to be last place. Going into 2021, that's when we make we make our move. I hope so. Ooh. Micah. One year from now, we're going to be talking about who we're going to take with the number one overall pick. As simple as that. Mm. We are going to be bad. That's <laughs> no hope. Yeah. Okay. I'm right there with it. I said the same thing. I mean, we're, we're going to have like, I don't know, maybe four or five wins out of the first 10 games, and then we're just going to dumpster fire. Yeah. It, injuries plays a lot into this, though, because injuries destroyed our pitching staff last year. Pitching staff wins you games. So we we could get to a point that actually is disappointing, make it so we're not the number one overall pick based on just how our, if our young guys are not injured. But just but I, but I think the offense still is not even close oh, they're terrible. to being there. They're terrible. That's I think we're going to be competing with the Giants probably, right, for the first overall pick? Yeah, we could. I mean, that, that's Orioles. Kinda, Orioles are still Orioles. there. Orioles, yeah, that's a good – They have some bad. talent, but they're – yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm right there with Micah, though. I, I thought, you know, we're going to be looking at the, the first overall pick for the second straight year, and I think it's the third out of four four years, right? I think this will be – because we when did we get Mize? Took he was – Number one overall, and then this year we have the number one overall as well. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're talking about next so 2021. Three, yeah, so if next year they're first overall, that would be three out of the last four years. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm That's good rebuild. with yeah. um, but I, But, you know, we'll still have a, you know, a crap ton of – quote-unquote prospects we, oh, we get out of here won't know we won't know what they are we will not know because they're not going to move up there might be a one or two names that get a little sniff sure. but they're not going to st- start the clock on these guys unless they have to these guys are 22 23 years old they will start the clock in september at the minimum so i'm gonna get a little bold here bold i think bold. this time next year the Illiches will have the Detroit Tigers up for sale or already sold to somebody else. I think that is... Mid-year? Well, no. It'd be off-season for oh, baseball. Sorry. <laughs> Dan Gilbert. Wow. I hope so. That he is what I think, that is, what I think I is going to happen. I think that I, as much as I hate Al Avila and think he sucks at his job, I think he is actually doing his job that the Illiches want him to do. They want him to blow this thing to smither... Smither... smither help me out. Smithereens. Smithereens. I said Smith like eight times. Ago. Yeah, I'm sorry, but, it's uh, like a nervous tick. Remind or something. me to cut Smith that. Smith, out. Smith, 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 uh, uh, Smith, <laughs> He sucks at his job, but he's doing his job at the same time. He's doing exactly what they're telling him to do. They're cutting it for a reason. They're doing exact. They're doing it for a reason. They're going to get rid of this team. That's my prediction. It will be up for sale this time next year, if not already sold. I'm not a. I, I'm not a Tigers fan. Uh, and you guys. I take it we all saw the Garrett Cole signing, but no, I don't know. Uh, that. <laughs> Sam, you took the words right out of my mouth. Al Avila is prepping this team for sale. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing, and I, maybe it's next year, maybe it's not. But I think that's what he's. I yeah, think they're looking like, to sell. This so team. I, it's kind of the the a s- bad secret. Like people know that that's kind of what they want to do, but I also hear whispers that. They want to start their own network, similar to the Yes Network that the Yankees have with the Red Wings and the Tigers, and kind of mix them, start their own L Little Caesar Network or who, yeah. who knows Illich Network, who knows what it's going to be called. But if they sell the Tigers, that that that's long gone. You, it, it's kind of a sure. package deal, like that. They want them to do it together. So I don't know. I, I think they're going to sell. I think that's their ultimate goal. But I, I could too. see them holding on to it. And just be in it for the long haul. It'll be interesting to see. I know Mike Illich was definitely the guy that loved baseball he loved and wanted it. this team to yeah. succeed. Um, but 
Um, we don't we don't know much about the new ownership and the, and the kids and and what they like what they I know they're more hockey guys, um, but well that, that's kind of my prediction is that they'll they'll be up for sale at this point. It's kind of bold, but absolutely, it's gonna happen. We'll selling, take it. Selling a team is bold. Yeah, bold. They'll make some money, especially if it's Gilbert. Bold. Gilbert would be the perfect. I would I would be so happy if it's Gilbert or um the guy from the Mavericks. Uh, Mark Cuban? Cuban. Mark Cuban. He's yeah. been wanting a baseball team for a while as well. So he has. I just think Gilbert has this like open thing saying, "I want if Detroit. a sports team Detroit. in Detroit, yeah. yep, comes up, it's mine." Yep. Sure. And I think he'll pay through the nose for it. Uh, he would be good because yeah. he would spend money because he wants to he win. Would. Yep. Yeah, he's so, that kind of guy. Uh, usually, it's the time of the show that we uh, strike up the music, but we are not going to do that today. Because the lines aren't out yet, so we will just kind of review, you know, what we did. Um, so, but before we do that, Pistons. I want to remind everyone to stop into the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe for your yep. game days, your date nights, your business lunches, and all your nights out with your friends. Yeah, our picks aren't always right, even though Ryan's usually are. The Hops is always the right pick. So, go there. Tonight, we're here for Mug Club Night, where we celebrate, you know, us Mug Club members. Yeah, it's a special night. We renew it. We kind of keep it going. We even got free T-shirts, so thank you, Ashley. Thank you, well, everybody. Company. Did. Everybody, yeah, did. everybody. Yeah, that did. was awesome. Yeah, so very cool that they did that for us. We got our new our new mugs on order. They're gonna etch what we want on them. Yes, sir. Very cool. Did you change your number or did you stay the same? It's to be determined. Yeah, mine is still the same. I think so. What do you mean to be determined? She said T B. There's a there's a number that I wanted. We won't get into it. Thirty three. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> you can't say that on there. That we're trying to figure oh, out what? if it's available or not. <laughs> All right, so, we'll figure it out. She's going to figure it out for me. I'm either going to be 98 again or I'm going to be 33. Like I should be. Not a goalie number. Um, I really hope you get it. <laughs> thanks, Kyle. I can tell you. <laughs> so sincere. So excited about that there. Um, so if you're not, if you don't have a Mug Club membership, you should try the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe. There are so many good beers across the state of Michigan. Join a Mug Club. Have some beers. It, it just, just it's a fun familyhood, like and it's kind of supporting the local, you know, breweries yeah, exactly. around town. It's really and good. New stuff coming out all the time. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the, at the hops, you, you get twenty percent off your beer every night, mm. and they're gonna have a to be announced night that you get forty percent off your beer, which was Tuesdays last year. We'll see. Hopefully, it's Tuesdays again this year. We'll figure that out. And then you, that night, you get twenty percent off all your food. So yeah, it looks like we're gonna schedule the podcast around that, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we will. <laughs> they have great beer. They have great food. And they have great service, so free pool. If you're looking for a place to do that, the Hops Brewing Company Cafe is my recommendation for now. So kill it. I mean, I, I love it. Very good beer. Very good everything. So we'll get into the results of week 16, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, Micah, or 15. No, 16. 16. 16. Week 16. Yep, week 16. Micah went 3-3. Three and three. Kyle, 4-2. and two. Ryan, 5-1. and one. There we go. And I went two and four. Um, so after week 16, Ryan has the lead with 44 points. Kyle, second with 40. I am in third with Ooh, 36. Ryan's and Micah, I have 36, but that's not right. I think you're at 34. So was there, that's Was there determined. like confusion about the math? Yeah, because I'd, the game wasn't over and it just kind of threw me off. Because Sam didn't want Micah to have more points, so he took two away. <laughs> it, no, almost, I, it almost seems like you thought one thing happened lie. and then another <laughs> thing happened. No, I, 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 don't worry about it. It was guys. personal. My, don't worry about this it. This is my sheet. Don't look at Did it. Did somebody? 
Stop cheating, Kyle. <laughs> Did we all tell you that the Pistons won? <laughs> Did Micah? Micah? It was really mean. So okay. <laughs> earlier in the episode, Micah said that the Pistons won. I got really excited because that would have been a pick that I got successful, but they actually lost. So thank you for that, Micah. Um, <laughs> He's so mad. Bears so me mad. on air. I, mean, I think that was your son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally your fault for picking the Pistons. Shame on you. Totally. No, but fault. they got they beat the they beat Houston like I said they would. They it did, just yeah. came down to this game and they blew it because Drummond and Blake Griffin were out. I mean, no, I couldn't predict that on a non back to back. I mean, come on. Listen, come they should have played on, in one. On. I got in the car tonight and it said, didn't it say Griffin out or Griffin inactive? Oh. And I was like, yep, that's gonna seal the deal for Sam and I. That's Bull crap. Yeah. That'll do it. But they beat Houston, like I said, because on back to back, who didn't play? Russell Westbrook didn't play. Yep. Ooh, You're you were right. Nice. Yep. I called that. So just remember that. Well, how many so po- how many points did that get you for the Pistons? Zero. <laughs> Giddy up. And you guys <laughs> and you guys got one. So But we're not doing picks this week, right? We're not doing picks yet. We Are will, we doing them we later? Will, we'll announce them on, okay. on our social media okay. or something like that because we once the lines come out, we can easily do that. Um what I'm going to do is I'm going to rig it is, is basically the way I look at it. Yeah, like well, you, you have to. Like perfect. you do every week. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to get yeah. Ryan's picks first, Kyle's second, and then I'm going to pick opposite. And there you go. You it worked out well for you last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that actually makes me feel pretty good. So <laughs> yeah. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is like, hey, if I can get out of the basement, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll jump into beer grades. Uh, Micah, do you want to start us off with a beer grade? Remind everybody what you're drinking and Absolutely. give a nice little grade. Tonight I'm drinking... Finca de Drinka. It's their coffee beer. And it is one of the best coffee beers I've had. Uh, it's infused with Madcap Coffee. And if you're not familiar with them, they're a a roaster and a coffee brand from here in town in Grand Rapids, downtown. They have fantastic coffee. And it says this nut brown ale features their Finca de Dios Guatemalan beans. I don't know what any of that means, but they taste good, and that's <laughs> all that I care about. <laughs> and it's alcoholic. It's alcoholic coffee, right. you guys. Yeah. How can you Come not on. get down it's with delicious. that? Delicious. I'm gonna be up all night. It's a de drinker. I'm gonna be up all night. It's a six to midnight. You know. The drinker. There's not enough bad accents on this show. We needed three. We needed more. Is that an accent? Although it's only a five point two percenter. This beer is crushable. It's easy to drink. You know, you're not trying to choke it down like it's a barrel-aged coffee beer or anything like that. Um, I'm going to gonna give it an 8.7. It's a fantastic Ooh, beer. That's a high number. I love cool. it. I like that. So, Ryan, you're drinking the same thing. Same thing. Finger so to drink it. You don't need to kind of break it down. I was going to read the whole script, yeah. <laughs> that's fine if you want to. No, I agree with Micah. It's, it's super easy to drink, and I really think they have something good going with their dark beers because... Schwarz beer is great. Uh, the Doppel, what is, what is the other one? De Doppelbach. Doppelbach. That's an excellent beer too. I don't think I've given that a grade yet, but really, really good. They got a really good thing going with the dark beer. I'm going to go eight, nine. Ooh. I'm a huge fan. Easy to drink coffee. It's it's that good. I wanted to go second because I wanted to go higher than Micah. Anything uh, you can do, I can do better. Yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Do better than Micah, yes. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> Kyle, what are you drinking? Sunkissed Pale Ale. I really like this beer. I don't have a really in-depth analysis other than to say that it's 
It's got some malt to it, some caramel malt, which I generally am not a fan of. Uh, and I didn't know it had that. But it's not over malted. And that's the most important thing to me um, because that's the that's what will kill me with heartburn later. Uh, so I'm going to go 7.9. Okay, okay. So I went with the uh, Pump Out Stout. It's the oatmeal oatmeal stout with chocolate malt. Um, it also has uh, some noble hops that, mm. that provides a moderate bitterness and dries the palate, which I, I can I can taste that, which I like. I like. Yeah. You know, usually with these oatmeal stouts, it, like, a lot of them have the, the barrel aged of, in like the bourbon barrels and that stuff like that. That gets too that. much That gets too me. much for me. I yeah. agree. Your palate's um, nice and dried at yeah, this point. I like, I like it. Yeah. I yeah. like it when my palate is dry because it burns better. <laughs> he really likes it. She, yeah. Palate, he likes to man, burn. Put your pants back on, Sam. <laughs> Six to midnight. Um, it, stouts aren't usually my go-to, so it's going to be a little bit lower of a grade, but it's going to be pretty high for my stout, so I'm going to go with an eight. Solid eight. It's a good grade. It is a good grade. It's rookie, but it's good. But, so this rookie. is the time that we bring our audience on. Rob, you want to come over here and tell everybody what you were drinking tonight? Oh, that's And great. give it a nice little... Little great, like you were drinking those seltzers that just coke. came out. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you think about the seltzers? Um, what, what flavor were you drinking? I was drinking the uh, lime seltzer, and uh, that was a good one. I was a big fan. I'm, I usually uh, I'll have a, a white claw with yeah. my wife, and uh, and I'll be pretty ashamed about it. But um, <laughs> if it has a hops why name, am I saying this I, on I, the I'm air? Not <laughs> too ashamed. So uh, I'm gonna go with a seven out of ten on the. Uh, on the seltzer, I like it. What do you, nice. what do you think your wife would give it? Uh, it's a seltzer. She'll she would go on a uh, solid two points, nine nine out of ten on that one. Man, very cool. Yeah, I love yeah. it. They're pretty good seltzers. <laughs> they are. They good were. Seltzers. I'll give it. I'll, I'll give it to I'll, them. I'll I will. It, yeah. yeah, I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, shoot, what is the other? One? Sorry, he did. He just say he it? did the lime one. Sorry, white claw. The white, oh, the white claw, yeah. yeah. Not no, that big of a fan. Too sweet. So this for me. This was good. <laughs> I yeah. drink yeah. a lot of white claw <laughs> yeah, is that, on Saturday. Is that why you were in trouble this weekend? Whole, no, I didn't get in trouble. I, oh. <laughs> I or just, sorry, you were trouble. No, the kids were an issue. So that, that's a, You want to talk about it? No. No. Okay. There, it's <laughs> just the, the sickness going through the house is basically but, all it was. It was oh, just a hard weekend. Worst. Absolute yeah. worst. So, that, that de hop seltzer though, I would take over a white claw any day. That's oh what I'm yeah, saying. that's what I'm saying. 100%. Any day. Yeah, sure. I can't I'll wait to have those around the pool. I think I brought that up. Last yeah. I'll bring it up every episode until the pool. Cannonball. Open. <laughs> oh, man, Vince random cannonball. He can't swim though, so <laughs> Sam has to save his life. Yeah. He just got out ground. for some Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> cannonballs sound really good right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I mean it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's a very good seltzer. Um, but yeah, I drank a lot of White Claw this weekend. It was my buddy's 30th week, 30th birthday on a party bus. Oh boy. Ooh, that'll do it. White Claw. <laughs> I had nothing else to do but drink White Claw. So uh, I did. No law when you drink the Claw. <laughs> <laughs> he participated. <laughs> I was told to participate, and I did. He did. So, he did it. Job. Did. Yeah. I did. Happy birthday to Mac, by the way, uh, in a couple days. So uh, this is the time that we just kind of start the music for our, our out. You have nothing else? Did this a little opposite. Yeah, we did. Do you have something else to say or not really? No, just thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for recording. I thought you'd keep talking. We'll <laughs> talk to you next week, if not sooner. This is live. This is live. Does somebody want to say peace? Who normally says that? Peace. It's usually you, but Ryan's peace. <laughs>
Some midnight 